Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. It's our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you for the power and the majesty of jazz music. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the Valiant Ones. Talking about some of the great artists that you can find on Zodic Records or just the inner circle of John Zorn's universe. And in this episode, it's not going to be strictly music that you can find from Zodic Records, but just a mishmash of different artists that have worked with Zorn either in the past or that's in his so-called inner circle. You know, and I don't mean to sound coy with that, but his his term is just very, very secretive. You know, very um, conspiracy-like. Because I, I really do understand what it's like to have a, a close-knit group of artistic friends that you rely on heavily. And let's face it; he's got the best in the biz. So, I mean, some of the most wonderful brilliant artists you could choose from he's worked with I mean we're talking he's worked with Dave Douglas Joey Barron Greg Cohen Bill Frizzell Wayne Horvitz I mean god the list is so lengthy Mike Patton Ike More just a bunch Jimmy Saft John Medeski. So, what I've tried to do is boil this down to about 25 plus one honorable mention tracks that are just some of my favorite mu- music on Zodic, or that it's music related to Zodic artists. So, I know all my Zorn fans will be, you know, super happy to hear this. And um, yeah, in case that. Uh, all you do is just listen to just Zorn. This is a great introduction to some of the other music. So, let's get to some of the music. Here's Anthony Coleman.
beautiful music from Anthony Coleman and the Anthony Coleman Trio, which is one of the first releases on Zodic Records. We heard Quando El Rey Nimrod, and that's a traditional tune that Anthony Coleman recorded with his trio for this album, the trio which consists of, of course, Anthony Coleman on piano, Joey Barron on the drums, and Greg Cohen on the bass. So his supporting cast on this album is the bassist for Masada and the drummer for Masada. And this was recorded in 1995, so at the height of Masada. And this would have been when Masada was actually still recording for the DIW label. So, um, Anthony Coleman is a longtime friend of Zorn. And if you haven't checked out Sabbath in Paradise by Claudia Herman... It, it's a great film. It precursored the um, the Bookshelf on Top of the Sky documentary about John Zorn. And it, it really, Coleman is a part of that. And if you go on YouTube, there's a great um, seminar, question and answer session with Zorn and Anthony Coleman. And they really talk about the whole... Um, radical Jewish culture movement and how some of their conversations really helped spawn that whole musical movement you know through Zorn's writing and and eventually the Zodic label and everything so I just thought it fitting that we start off this episode the Valiant Ones with Anthony Coleman so yeah and uh and if you want to check these albums out, if you're not sure where that came from, just go to the website. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast. That's D R J A Z Podcast. WordPress.com. You can find us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. I'd like to also give a quick shout out to the Les Ornograph website for posting some of uh, the episodes related to Zorn and Zodic. On their website, they've got a bunch of great videos, Zorn uh, performing, and just it's a it's a wealth of information. So shout out to you guys, you're doing a fantastic job, and uh, thank you for listening. So let's get to some more music. Up next, we've got Stephen Bernstein with Chusen Kalamazeltov. <laughs> Thank you. 
2001 release Adonai in dub we heard the track Adon Olam dub and David Gould is one of these great niche artists on Zodic he has like three four releases that are just like these great like Sephardi tinged you know radical Jewish things that are mixed with these reggae and dub stylings and it's just fantastic stuff. There's even one with him and Bill Laswell. But oh my god, every one of them's just killer. So, yeah. David Gould for sure. For that, we heard the great band Kobe Israelite from their 2003 album Dance of the Idiots. We heard Saints and Dates. And they just Kobe Israelite has been uh, one of the bands that Zorn has always befriended and given a lot of credit to. They've even got their own volume of the Book of Angels. <sighs> Just fantastic band, fantastic you know arrangements, musicians. Can't praise them enough. And then we started off that set with the great Stephen Bernstein. Uh, Stephen Bernstein, great trumpet player is also in charge of the Millennial Territory Orchestra, the MTO. Um, and he has a whole series of Diaspora albums on Zodic. And that was from his 1999 album, Diaspora Soul. And he's just got killer arrangements of these, these tracks. Um, he's also part of the group Sex Mob. So if you like Sex Mob, then you like Steven Bernstein. Um, yeah, but this this track that we heard starting off that set, Choosing Kala Mazel Tov, is just a traditional song that just sounds so soulful. It's just fantastic. So if you like that sound, uh, I highly recommend Stephen Bernstein's albums on Zodic to you. Okay. All right. Got another great couple of uh, tunes coming at you. Let's start off with some uh, David Krakauer, great clarinetist, and his band Klezmer Madness. <laughs> Thank you. 
right, the great Jenny Scheinman. That comes from her 2004 album on Zodic Records, Shalagaster. We heard the track Milk Bottle. Jenny Scheinman is uh, a consummate jazz violinist that's done a lot of other uh, genres as well. Country music, folk music, pop music. Uh, she's recorded a great deal with Bill Frizzell. <clears throat> she's on his album, The Intercontinentals, Unspeakable, Richter 858, History Mystery, Disfarmer, which is a fantastic album if you haven't heard Disfarmer, by the way. Um, All We Are Saying, the Bill Frizzell's tribute to the Beatles, um, Big Sur. I mean, a, a lot of these great albums. She's also recorded with Christian McBride, Ivan Kang, Madeline Peru. Just great stuff. So, but that comes from her album Shalagaster, which is on Zodic Records. Before that, we heard the great Rob Berger on accordion. Some of you may know Rob Berger better as a pianist from the Alhambra Love Songs album by Zorn. And Zorn is utilizing Mr. Berger a lot more these days, which is fantastic. He can be found in Zorn's film work series and a bunch of other pro- projects like uh, The Goddess, I believe. Um, but that was his album, uh, Lost Photograph, for Zodic Records. And that was a 2002 release. And we got to hear him on the accordion on a track called In Zawat. And then we started off that set with the clarinet master, David Krakauer, and his band Klezmer Madness from their album Klezmer New York. We heard the track Bichet and the Romanian Wine Cellar. And no doubt that is a tribute to, or a tongue in cheek tribute to, the great Sidney Bichet who we've talked about at great length on this podcast in various episodes. So, all right. (coughs) We now come to a great part of the podcast. Someone who is so very close to Zorn and is definitively part of, of Zorn's inner circle. We're talking about Mike Patton. Mike Patton has truly done some amazing things in his, and in, in, in weird directions, I might add, in his storied career. He was um, the lead singer for Faith No More. Um, he's had groups like The Phantomas, Mr. Bungle. He's made special guest appearances. He's done film scores. He's written songs. Um, he's been part of the group Tomahawk. I mean, and not to mention that he's done his own very avant-garde vocal experiments on the Zodic label, as well as recorded with Zorn and Ique More in the Hemophiliac Trio. He's also just made a great contribution. Like, words fall short. You just have to hear it. Um, To John Zorn's Song Project, in which... Uh, different folks pin different words to Zorn's instrumental pieces and they're sung and he was in great company with Miss Sophia Ray and Jesse Harris but Mike Patton's 
selections were just fantastic. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to, I figure most of the Zorn heads here know a lot of the Zorn tracks that Mike Patton was on. So just in case you don't know, I wanted to pick a few selections that really show a different side to Mike Patton. So this next set is dedicated to just Mike Patton. We're going to start off with the Phantomas from their album Director's Cut from 2001. Here's Experiment in Terror.
Yeah. 
Danny Heifetz on percussion and drums, Clinton Barr McKinnon on saxophone and keyboards, Mike Patton on the vocals, and Trace Bruins on guitar and engineering. And there's an interesting story behind this album. It was supposed to be released the same day as the Red Hot Chili Peppers' Californication, but because they were so similar there was a a controversy um, with both of the bands and the albums so Warner Brothers pushed it back Mr. Bungle's album so not to coincide with Red Hot Chili Peppers Californication album now following this kind of release date thing the Red Hot Chili Peppers lead vocalist Anthony Kiedis 
had the band Mr. Bungle removed from a series of summer festivals over in Europe. And they were able to do that because the Red Hot Chili Peppers were a major headlining act and therefore had say which you know, bands could be a part of the festivals and not. So the, the, the rationale behind this is that there was some kind of controversy in the past between uh, Mike Patton when he was in Faith No More and Anthony Kiedis. So, you know, it, it basically Mike Patton came out and he said, you know, this is like a decade ago, you know, Anthony Kiedis didn't have anything to do with Mr. Bungle. It's all with me. It's something, you know, that is bothering Anthony Kiedis. Well, as a result of all this, Mr. Bungle was pretty pissed. And they decided to do a Halloween gig in Pontiac, Michigan, which is the the home state of Anthony Kiedis. And this is on a Halloween gig in 1999. So what they did was they parodied the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Mike Patton introduced each member of Mr. Bungle as a name from the members of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So he'd sit there and say, this is Flea on the bass, you know, this is Chad Smith on the drums, etc. And then they did um, horrible covers of Give It Away, Around the World, Under the Bridge, Scar Tissue, and Mike Patton was using incorrect lyrics, also uh, things like that. And he was mocking the band and their motions, and he mocked doing these um, fake heroin injections, which was a direct attack uh, on the Red Hot Chili Peppers' uh, former guitarist, Hillel Slovak. So, yeah. So there was a, a lot of animosity going on there. So, yeah. Interesting story, though. So, um... Yeah, Mr. Bungle is definitely one of the the coolest and the weirdest bands out there. But before that, we heard Anger Management from an album called Nathaniel Merriweather Presents Lovage, Music to Make Love to Your Old Lady By. And this is a 2001 release uh, that features Mike Patton as well as Jennifer Charles. And it's produced by Dan the Automator, which is also known as Nathaniel Merriweather. And um, Anger Management samples uh, the Frank Purcell track Morir Damir, or D'Amour. Just a great tune. And uh, the whole album is just really, really, really cool. A lot of great melodies, a lot of great samples. And things like that. And then we started off that set with The Phantomas. And that was another band that Mike Patton was in. And this was from their 2001 release, Director's Cut. And the cool thing about this album is that it's a concept album. In that every track is film music. But it's done with a hardcore band. So... And the Phantomas, of course, are Mike Patton on vocals, Dave Lombardo on the drums, Buzz Osborne on the guitar, Trevor Dunn again on the bass guitar. And 
we heard Experiment in Terror by Henry Mancini. And Henry Mancini has never sounded so hip. So, yeah, just some great examples of Mike Patton for you. All right, so enough talking. Next set, we've got some tracks from the New Japan series off of Zodic Records. So let's start out with the CGs. Here's Moroccan Rose. <laughs> Thank you. 
from their exotic release, Empties. Dao Zids is a powerful trio, which is Buzz on drums, Sayoko on bass and vocals, and Yutaka on guitar and voice. We heard the track Digital Abuse. Before that, we heard Nihao, which is a female trio from the Kansai area in southern Japan. And uh, it features the distinctive singer from Lemon Express. And um, these three girls are a two bassists and a drum. And they all three do these contrapuntal harmonies in, in their vocal styles, and it's fantastic. It's Red Ariko on bass and vocals, Green Leo on drums and vocals, and Blue Yukari on bass and vocals. We heard the track Look at That Peach, and that comes from their exotic release, Gorgeous. And then we started off the set with the CGs. I suppose that's how you pronounce it. Not exactly sure. <laughs> um, it could be the Sis G's, the size G's. I don't know. But they were a Japanese organ violin duo that um, came from Japan. They formed in 1985 to play microtonal pop music. And that was Hitomi Shimizu on organ and Hiromi Nishida on the violin. Now, the kind of microtonal pop music that they played was based on Harry Parch's 43-tone scale. Um, Hiromi Nishida also studied Arabic-style violin, which helped her with this microtonal kind of style because a lot of uh, Egyptian music and Arabic music uses this kind of microtones within their music, and that really does help. Um, Zodic Records uh, actually released a complete studio recordings in 2003. And that's what we heard from was uh, a track called Moroccan Rose from the CG's complete studio recordings. And even though it's cult and even though it's underground, Leggetti was interested in their music the music of the CGs, and he actually mentions their track Fauna Grotesque in one of his sketches. So, music reaches strange people, does it not? And again, all of this comes from Zodic's New Japan series, which is a fantastic uh, division out of Zodic Records. If you're not sure what some of these names are, or you wanna, you're really interested and you just want to check it out, it's not a problem. Just go to the Dr. Jazz website so you can see the album covers and the titles. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast. D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast. All one word. Dot WordPress. Dot com. That way you know what you're getting and you can support Zodic Records and these wonderful artists making beautiful, strange, and mu music that just pushes the envelope. So, all right, we got a few more from the New Japan series. Um, let's listen to Native Dance. <laughs> 
All right, that was Friction. The band Friction from their album Zone Tripper. We heard Zone Tripper, the Audio Active remix. Friction is a instrumental trio that's Imai Akin, Akinobu on guitar, Sato Minoru on the drums, and Rec on the bass, vocals, and guitar. Rec was actually a member of the New York no-wave punk scene, and uh, he played with James Chance in the Contortions, Lydia Lunch. He returned to Tokyo in 1978, where he founded Friction, and uh, they were a very underground band for a long time in Japan. They were over. They were together for over like 20 years. And they've went through a bunch of changes and things like that, but um, this is truly uh, one of the Zodic record classics. And the name of the album again is Zone Tripper by Friction. That was released in 1999. Before that, we heard from the band Muddy World from their album Finery of the Storm. We heard Iron Ant. It's the opening track to their album, Finery of the Storm. This uh, this is a trio as well. That's Murakami Kaita on the bass, Sujita Kohi, Kohei on the drums, and Soita Yusuke on the guitars and on vocals. These are very complex tunes from this group. Uh, this group comes from Tokyo, Japan, and they like to blend a lot of different things within their music. Flamenco music, jazz, rock. Uh, it's, it, I don't know, there's just something, this whole album to me just speaks. I, I just love this entire album. And I don't know what it is about it, but just it's got such groove to it that you just can't help it. And this is also considered a Zodic classic on Zodic Records. And this one actually came out in 1999 as well. And then we opened up the set with a band called Motor Humming from their album Musical Aluminum. came out in 1999 as well. We heard the track Native Dance. That's what we started the set with. This is another power trio with Yamanaka Atsushi on the bass and on samples, Morimura Hiroshi on the drums and the Casio tone, and Hiyoki Shimpei on the guitar and Casio tone. And this whole album is just great to me as well. It's not considered exotic classic, but I just love this 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 album. You know, uh, they're kind of along the same lines as the Boredoms, Melt Banana, but a little poppier. And they come from the same southern area of Japan, the Kansai area, so which is also home to the Boredoms. So. Um, all right, we've got some really great music coming at you next. We're going to start with Ikwe More. 
the great electronics sorceress. This is from her album Hex Kitchen on Zodic. This is 8 Million Ways to Die. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
Jamie Saft with Murder Ball from his 2010 film score release on Zodic Records, A Back of Shelves. Before that, we heard from Jamie Saft again with his 2002 release on Zodic Breadcrumb Sins. We heard the track Fratricide. And this is one of the first real, like, noticeable albums on Zodic Records. A lot of interesting things going on on this. This is Jamie Saft's second CD for Zodic. And it's this kind of mishmash of dub and pop music, club music. Uh, of course with the whole Jewish influence because it's part of the Radical Jewish Culture series specific to Zodic Records. Vanessa Saft was on vocals on this album. Anthony was on vocals. Rick Quinones was on vocals and guitar. Chris Kelly did some guitar solos. Rob Haggis on percussion. Mr. Dorgon on the turntables. And of course... The great Jamie Saft on piano, organ, synthesizers, guitars, bass, drums, electronics, steel guitars, dumbbeck saws, dubs, turntables, percussion, and vocals. And of course, it goes without saying that Jamie Saft is an integral vein within the whole Zodic family and the Zodic output. Besides his own wonderful wonderful releases on Zodic and I just cherry picked two that I like but there's tons more um, Black Shabbos is another great album God, Jamie Saft is just everywhere I mean he was the one that Zorn chose for the very first Book of Angels out of all 32 volumes it was the Jamie Saft trio he called on first for volume one of the Book of Angels, Astaroth. Jamie Saft is also an integral part of Electric Masada. So, I mean, and he had some great um, things with uh, his track Kadem, with him and Vanessa Saft, on the uh, 10th anniversary edition of the Masada stuff. Uh, that was, what is it, Voices in the Wilderness? They had a fantastic track, Kadem. I believe on the second disc of that, that's just out of this world. You know, it's like Jewish music meets industrial meets Enya. It was, it's, it's. I don't know how you mishmash that all together. Not to mention the work that he's done with Mersbo and 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 the Noise Front. That's just. He's also got a great album called Trouble that's um, dedicated to the music of Bob Dylan. So this guy's just on a whole nother level. And Jamie Saft is very integral to the whole Zodic family, without a doubt. As is the person that we heard from to start out the set, Ikwe More. We heard from her album, Hex Kitchen. We heard the track, Eight Million Ways to Die. And I just now thought about this, but... How interesting is it that the whole set is actually like the death set. We had 8 million ways to die, fratricide, and murder ball. So, 
And I, I promise you, I did not actually work that out that way. <laughs> it just happened. So there you have it. Certain things work themselves out in a in a in a way that all ties together. The ties that bind. All right. So we got some more um, great music from the Valiant Ones, part of the Zodic family. Let's start out with some Ciro Baptista. This is a track from his 2002 album, Beat the Donkey. Here's Ama. Thank you. 
I start to feel
Cubanos Postizos, the prosthetic Cubans, from their 1998 self-titled album, The Prosthetic Cubans. That was the Arsenio Rodriguez classic, No Mayores Mas. And I've played that track before, but that's just probably my favorite track by Mark Rebo. It's just so smooth. And if you want to hear more about Mark Rebo, check out the other episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast, which is a spotlight specifically on the guitarist extraordinaire Mark Rebo in all of his different incarnations. Just what a fantastic guitarist. Before that, we heard Painkiller from their album Guts of a Virgin and Buried Secrets. We heard the track Dr. Phoebe's course painkiller is Bill Laswell on the bass, Mick Harris from Napalm Death on the drums, and of course John Zorn on the alto sax. Mick Harris and John Zorn contribute vocals as well. That came out in 1991 and was described by Guy Peters as the real soundtrack to the apocalypse. So... There you have it. <laughs> and then, of course, we started off that set with Ama by the great Ciro Baptista. Just a killer percussionist. And the reason I chose these three tracks, or these three artists, is Ciro Baptista and Mark Rebo and Bill Laswell are all very, 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 very close to John Zorn and his inner circle. I mean, Bill Laswell is painkiller with Zorn. Whether it's Hammond Drake on drums, whether it's Mick Harris, it doesn't matter. It's always Laswell and Zorn. It's really their baby. It's like grindcore and and jazz and free jazz and, and just noise experimentation. It's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's like uh, that Thelonious Monk track, Ugly Beauty. There's beauty in certain things that are ugly. Everything needs to be represented. So there you go. And of course, Mark Rebo and Ciro Baptista have been in Electric Masada, countless other things. Um, Rebo got his own volume of the Book of Angels, Asmodeus. Ciro Baptista got his own as well with the Banquet of the Spirits group. They got Caim, which is one of my... Both of those are two of my favorite volumes of the Book of Angels. Just killer tracks. So, but this is some of the other stuff that they're doing. And their music deserves some attention. So, if all you're doing is checking out Zorn, check out his friends and his inner circle. They're making some fantastic music. There's a reason... He keeps these guys so close. You know what I mean? All right. Let's get to some more. How about three really, really close friends of John Zorn? Talking about Greg Cohen, Eric Friedlander, Mark Feldman. I present to you the Masada String Trio.
All right. Three of Zorn's close friends and members of the Zodic family, Carol Emanuel on the harp, Kenny Wollison, who is the only drummer to have subbed for Joey Barron in Masada, by the way, in the original quartet. There's proof. I think it was live in Hamburg, Germany. There was one gig, a live gig, and he's the only guy that Zorn trusted to cover for Joey Barron. It's great music, but Kenny Wollison on Vibes and the great Bill Frizzell, who has worked with Zorn in countless ways, either through this group, the Gnostic Trio, from their 2013 album, The Mysteries, we heard Consolamentum. But Bill Frizzell is one of those guys that was in Naked City. He's contributed to the Masada Guitars album, The Testaments to Solomon, the Gnostic Trio albums. It's just, there's, there's so much respect there between Frizzell and Zorn. It's just amazing. And when you have friends like Bill Frizzell, my God, you have limitless things that you can do and write for for him. Bill Frizzell is just one of those special, special human beings. He's like that that endangered species of true, pure musicians. And I was lucky enough to meet him when he played with Jack Jeanette once. Just a very special dude. Before that, we heard Dave Douglas. Of course, I could rant about Dave Douglas and his genius for an hour, but I'm not going to. If you haven't checked out Dave Douglas's myriad of projects, you should. That one was from his <coughs> one of his more recent groups, uh, Dark Territory. That was the name of the album from 2017, and it was called Let's Get One Thing Straight. And Dave Douglas, you know, has just recorded recently with Joe Lovano and the Sound Prince group. Joey Barron's part of that group as well. But D Dave Douglas has had a, a quartet with Chris Potter, uh, a chordless quartet, so there's no guitar and there's no piano in that group. Um, just countless folks. He's got electric groups. He's got... Uh, groups with Jamie Saft in it that's played for silent films like Fatty Arbuckle and things like that just he's got the um, the groups that go up on the mountains and they hike and then they record music he's got the brass group that's kind of like an offshoot of Lester Bowie's brass fantasy just man and great tribute albums too he's got tribute albums like Stargazer to Wayne Shorter uh, Soul on Soul, which is a tribute album to Mary Lou Williams, in which he not only covers some of their music, but he also writes music that's like an homage within the style of Mary Lou Williams or Wayne Shorter. And he owns Greenleaf Music, and he does a podcast called Noise from the Deep. So if you're not hip to Dave Douglas, you need to get hip to Dave Douglas. And, I mean, I'm only hitting the very... Earth's crust of this guy's musical output. He's he also is in charge of the Festival of New Trumpet Music in New York, the Font Music Festival every year. It's just Dave Douglas is truly a quantum 
musician. And his music is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So if all you know is Dade Douglas is the trumpet player from Masada, shame on you. Go check out some Dave Douglas right now. Pause this podcast. Go check out Dave Douglas. All right. And then before that, we heard from Mark Feldman, Eric Friedlander, Greg Cohen, the Masada String Trio. We heard from Zorn's 50th birthday celebration, volume one from 2003. We heard the Masada tune Malkut from the first Masada book. And the thing that I love about that track is that there's that little part, which is like a little tongue-in-cheek to quote that quotes the Fury Lease theme from Beethoven. It's just, it's such a cool track. So these are all members that are truly part of the Masada family, the Zodic family, Dave Douglas, Greg Cohen, Friedlander, Feldman, just amazing musicians. Mm. So we've got one last track for you. I figure we should end on an honorable mention, just like a one last little ditty. It's a short one. This comes from 1990. Joey Barron, Wayne Horvitz, Fred Frith, Bill Frizzell, John Zorn. Talk about Naked City. Here's New York Flat Top Box. episode of The Valiant Ones, the Zodic family, those who are part of Zodic Records or within the Zorn inner circle. These are just some of my favorite tracks. I know that there's probably countless others. I could probably do a year-long series just on this. So hopefully you'll dig it. I'd love to hear some comments from you. If there's some glaring omissions. I'd love to get some info from you. Um, my uh, my religious Zorn listeners, if you will. Um, God love you. He's such a great artist. And he surrounds himself with some really great artistic friends as well. That's why I call it The Valiant Ones. So... Keep a lookout for uh, some episodes once they release the book Bariah. Hopefully we'll pick some great tracks off that and get some uh, other episodes. And um, yeah, 
I heard that the uh, original quartet was getting back together with it for a show in Lisbon. Hopefully we can only hope that they will record that show. Maybe release that as well. Fingers crossed. Alright. Stay true to the music. And until next time. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. Y'all be good now. Because in jazz, we trust.